0: Hello and welcome to another episode of this particular album is very, very important to me. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. And this
1: is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories.
0: Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and not so great.
1: And we all get to listen to it through their ears. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Hi, Joel.
0: Hello. How are you? Fine, you? Good. Great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll start with mine. I'm excited. So, Kate Bush's album came out in 1985. Is that right? Yeah, thank you. So. Yeah. so, this is <laughs> a little on the nose. I don't care how un- uncool this is. This is U2 uh, Bad. This is the live version. This was originally off the album Unforgettable Fire.
1: I don't know if I know this song. Oh. I should wait and hear the song yeah. before I decide if I. It's all right.
2: <laughs> I always do
1: that. When I saw you put it in the Dropbox, just the song "Bad," I got worried. You thought it was Michael Jackson. <laughs> I thought you put Michael Jackson. I thought your song was a Michael Jackson song, and I, was, I was like, I thought we were going to really have to have a talk and, and a, a debate dive. and to see what uh, we don't know where we, you know.
0: So this song, i if anybody knew me in high school, they knew that I fell hard for this band, and this might have been the gateway. The, the band had been together already for a while. I, I don't think I had an album yet, but I heard this song on the radio, and it's off their EP, Wide Awake in America. Harking back to one of those moments where if you hear a song on the radio, you love it, you you pray that the DJ actually tells you what it is, who it was, yeah. what album it's yeah. off, and they didn't. And so I was going, what was that? Um, it's an eight minute song, so I, we won't listen to the entire thing, but. <laughs> so I went on this journey, I remember going to high school, I knew there was a guy that was a U2 fan, and I was asking him, and I was trying to, I sang a couple You went of, on
2: a journey in your high school. This is like a whole epic, like totally. Lord of the Rings yeah. in the 80s thing. I yeah. love it.
0: I found this creature.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I said, he's behind that
3: locker.
0: <laughs> he says surrender quite a bit in this, in this song. And I was saying, I was sort of singing that to him. I was like, there's a song, it's you too, and it's- I was like, it's Surrender, and he goes, well, there's a song called Surrender on War, and I went, all right, and I went and bought the album, listened oh. to it, it's it's not that song. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Isn't that frustrating? It's yeah. so frustrating.
0: But I got into that album. But it's
2: also I, the best, The Search. Yeah, yes,
0: search. The Search. told me the song is called Bad and I saw it was on *Unforgettable Fire, got the album, listened to it. It was different because it <sighs> wasn't the live version, but I was—I really loved the song. And then finally I found this, like years went by after I fell in love with the song, fell in love with this band. And I remember asking my brothers two years older than me. Um, Like, do you know that U2 song, Bad? And he was like, he almost guffawed. He was like, how do you think I don't? You played that song (laughs) over and over. And that's when I realized, oh, I wasn't so private in my room. Because I I played it over and over and over again.
1: Oh, I love this. I can't believe you've waited this long to do this song. You
0: know, I don't know why either. Maybe it's because it's almost, in my world, a cliche. Yeah. Too much your particular song. Maybe, maybe, Yeah. yeah. Do you recognize this?
1: Oh yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. I, can't I, this I can't tell. If I can't tell. I love do this. Not. That
2: that guitar thing yeah, at the beginning riff, yeah. is like, and there's 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 it's so specific. People who can do that with the guitar, and the only yeah. people I can think that can do that are like him. What is the guy from The Smiths?
0: Johnny Morris. Mar- no, oh, Johnny Marr. Johnny. Mar. Oh, yeah.
2: I used to love Morrissey. Yeah, I've got a lot of. Feelings. Yeah, mm-hmm. his politics have gotten too stuck all <laughs> over his skin. Um, <laughs> and uh, you like, yeah, there's there's just something indelible yeah. about that sound. It's so haunting and pretty, yes. but also so like masculine. Yeah, it's like yearning and masculine at the same time, which yes. is a neat little cocktail.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it's relentless. This song because it builds and it's very simple, but. And a lot of these songs off this album really took a bigger step when they started playing it live. Oh, I and, love that. And yeah. this became a staple. Like whenever I, I've seen you two just a handful of times, surprisingly, and they've played this song every time.
1: Oh, I do know this song. I need to listen yeah. to it without us talking. So everyone shut the fuck <laughs> off
2: <Okay. laughs>
0: <This laughs> uh, to no, to
1: really like get it because they I do love a good YouTube build. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's starting. So, right. Yeah. I have a song that's like this not YouTube but my hunt mm-hmm. my hunt and I will bring it in and oh, yeah. do it as a song sometime but it's uh no one will have ever heard of it but it's a counting crow song Oh I'll not Einstein on the Beach. I
2: love that song. Do it's you? An amazing song. Really? Yes. Oh I my love god. That, song.
1: that was my like haunted song where like I had heard yeah, it. Search for it. I yeah. like called the radio station because it was before you could find it on before internet and all that. And like, or like before I had full access, and it took years for me to finally find it. Cause I was like, I it is Counting Crows. I can tell it's Counting Crows. It sounds like Counting Crows. It does not exist on a Counting Crows album. It drove me crazy. Mm. You know what
2: mine is? Mine is, uh, someone I knew made me a mixtape, as one does and it was a I think it's a David Bowie song uh-huh. you would think you would be able to find a David Bowie song I could sing it to you right now it's called when I'm five
3: Ooh, wow. and
2: and it's like when I'm five I will laugh and I will jump in puddles laugh in church and marry my mom but I'm only four and five is far away and I swear to god it's David Bowie and mm-hmm. people are gonna listen to this and be like she's nuts it's not or they're saying <laughs> Duh, it is, yeah. but if you look, so I would go on a search and I'd be like, David Bowie, five, you know, there's five years, that's not that song. Yeah. Um, I swear to God it's him. So you mm. still haven't found it? I still have not found it. So that maybe song. somebody can help us find
1: oh, it. Please. When we and put maybe this they'll out be or, like,
2: that's not David Bowie, you asshole. So
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> So listener, listener
0: yeah. if you're out there. Mom. Uh, Deborah Deborah's <laughs> mom, if you're out there.
2: <laughs> I'll teach you how to
0: Google. Google.
1: We'll find that. Before yeah. you leave, we'll find that. We're uh, going to figure it out. There's a
0: David Bowie song called Dead Man Walking, which came out around the movie. I don't know if it was connected to that, but it was during David Bowie's techno phase in yeah. the 90s, I think. And he played it on Conan with just him and a 12-string guitar. Ooh. And that's the perfor- that that song is incredible. Mm. And I think it was like he and Iggy Pop just throw things back and forth to each other. I think... He had sent this guitar riff to Iggy Pop and said, "You can use this if you want." Or Iggy sent that one to him and said, "You could use this if you I want." And built a whole song around crazy. it. Crazy. It's so cool. I love
2: I love musicians that recognize that like we're all like we all drink from the same yeah. water. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not mine. So yeah. use it if you want, and then exactly. I'll use it later if I want. And it's
3: yeah. cool. I
1: like this song. Michael Jackson does sound weird though. Did. It- <laughs>
0: did we do it we made it through the whole song we did i I flapped my jaws i that that would be classic joel flapping his jaws i was just thinking that that would be if i was a private detective that would be my beat is finding songs for people who
1: oh you mean being the internet
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs)
2: I would watch that show though like in, in different different episodes of different yeah. you know, eras but yeah. I like this 80s episode of this kid hearing it and then like going to school and like there's a guy back there it's <laughs> a big U2 fan find him he's got a ducktails pin on
0: he's a trench coat no one likes him yeah.
2: Yeah. so
1: my song is uh, this is my first repeat I've never repeated a band in my per- my particular songs but I had to because we don't even know each other. We I'm looking at Kirsten right now. We yeah. don't even know each other. The first
2: time our eyes met was minutes ago.
1: Minutes ago, but we connected over email and geeked out about Indigo Girls. Um, Which so means I had we to know each other very well. It's our inner souls. <laughs> yeah. So I picked the song Mystery the song. from Swampophilia. <laughs> I spent like an hour of time last night where I should have been doing like many other things including researching more about today's album, but going, which Indigo Girl song do I pick? I've already done a Rites of Passage out uh, I did um, Galileo yes. in our first season um, and uh, I, it was like painful trying to pick because there's some that remind me of my mom which I would really like to do, but they're not like, that's not my like song but th- this line right here
3: Summer's beginning to give up fight where the begin
2: summer's beginning begin, I think about that every You know those days where it gets really hot Crazy hot mm-hmm. and then it gets cold, Cooler at night and yep. you almost feel Like especially in Los Angeles You feel like the streets start to kind of breathe And I know that's not what that lyric Is saying but matter. to me Whenever I hear that when the summer's beginning to give up Its fight I think of that And then this there's so many lines in There's this. so many lines
1: my favorite one did Maybe it already have wait Mm-hmm. i like this one it's all so good i love the um you set up your place in my thoughts moved in and made my thinking crowded it is like that one is this whole song this is i mean that to me is a crush a love in like
2: it's just, gonna be just in a smush it's smushed into a yeah. thing i don't know
1: I deborah was looked. looking right at
0: me while she was describing well, that, my crush. that part
2: they just i just went i just just july june had a breakup that was really sudden and like that what is love? Is it dictated? And or, you know, does it sing like a thousand years or is it just pop emotion? Like mm-hmm. I hear that right now and I'm like,
1: Oh yeah.
3: <sighs>
2: it's their songs are both like,
1: uh, uh, a telling you how you feel, but also like a warm blanket to, to take care of you while you feel that way. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's
2: such a resonance. Mm-hmm. It's like, they really go there and then yeah. you feel that resonance. And yeah. And I can't,
1: I am like my brain breaks over the Nuko girls. Cause they, they are still so goddamn good. And their the lyrics the everything they and we talked about we were both happened to be at their last well, probably the last hundred concerts in la <laughs> yeah. but this, this last this one downtown fucking amazing 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 like i can't i've every stage of my life it fits they're yeah. just
2: they are my band
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and they're just so generous too i mean if you ever have a chance to see those those people in concert yeah. like do that yeah they're endlessly delighted by their fans. They're endlessly delighted by each other. Like The gratitude and humbleness is... Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine after
1: touring, especially, like, they play the same songs for the most part. They sprinkle in new ones, but they know what we want to hear. And, like, they just... They don't seem to care. They love it. Like, right. every time they play Closer to Fine, I'm like, this is the first time right. I'm hearing it. And it's... Right. Joel, you'll have to come with us sometime. I'd love oh, to. Joel.
0: They make me feel so good. Yeah. Always have.
2: Make me feel smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: cared for. I yes. Feel cared for.
2: And like I have a good voice.
1: Oh yeah, which I don't. Like yeah. I do and not and that's they the do. Fun is
2: to sing at, at Indigo Girls concert cuz every time you sing they're like good singing y'all. Mm-hmm. And you're like I did a good job. Really? This song is this song is amazing.
1: Do what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? It's My too favorite?
2: hard. My favorite. I gosh, I switch around. You know what's funny is I I went to Tower Records mm. to have them sign my album. Shaming my, of the Sun? My uh, Shaming of the Sun. I went too. Did I was really? there, yes. Oh my God. And I was That's such crazy. a nerd. I didn't have the money yet to actually buy the CD. So I had this piece of fairy stationery mm. that I brought with me. And when I walked up to her, I walked up to Emily, I handed her this piece of stationery. And there's a line in a... Uh, Karam- uh, mm-hmm. My Wanna Be Harriet the Spy uh. is the line, and I loved Harriet the Spy, I've always loved it. And I handed her the paper and then I said, could you write to Harriet the Spy forever? And she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and then her, then she kind of covered and she goes, that's a great book, huh? And I said, yeah, and then she signed it. And then I walked away, I was like, Kirsten, out of all of the things you have someone <laughs> write, you have them write like, a thing about a book (laughs) that they did and i like because i wanted to just be like different or
3: i don't know something always i still have
2: that i have it framed and then my friend james he took it he took it and had it framed without me knowing and then when i got the cd he actually stole the inside liner of the cd so he could put it with the frame but anyway um yeah that's
1: amazing but
2: i always flip around like there's just certain songs like Mm -hmm. i've been listening to uh, our deliverance a lot but like Fill it up again. So good. Uh, uh, that that song that they do on Twelve Thousand Curfews with that guy. That's not even their song. Yes, that song. I can't remember mm-hmm. what that song. I know you're talking about that yep. song. Um, God, there's just so it's many. Too, I could so go many. through every. Episode, I know. Like, I know that one, and then that one, and then that one. <laughs> and, and
1: I want you one. to know, like. This is me patting myself on the back. But, and Joel and I make these decisions together of which albums once you give us your choices. But the restraint I used to not, you gave us the option of Indigo Girls albums, but you wanted, Kate Bo- you said Kate Bush would make you deliriously happy. It's and true. so we would never deny somebody that pleasure. Thank but you. the <laughs> restraint I had to use to not just go, Joel, we're fucking doing this.
2: Well, we did. I mean, in fairness, I'm, I'm staring across the room and, and Deborah has made a fake podcast studio and i think afterwards we're gonna gonna step into my studio yep uh, so you guys are gonna hear it but it's just gonna be all all indigo girls yeah i brought my cats over and they're gonna sit around (laughs) they're gonna be our audience
0: all right we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back Hello, listeners. Thanks once again for tuning in. If you're digging this podcast, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Deborah and I love doing this show, and good reviews help us continue to bring fun guests and great albums to you. Special thanks to those of you who already have rated and reviewed. You know who you are, we know who you are, and we're looking forward to reading some new ones. And now, back to the program. Speaking of cats. Our guest, ah, we did it. Our, our guest, Kirsten Vangsness, is an actress and writer hailing from Pasadena, California.
2: Raised in Porterville, California.
0: Raised in Porterville. You know her from uh, Criminal Minds, where she played Penelope Garcia. She's also the co-lady boss of the Blinking Owl Distillery in Santa Ana, California.
2: Blinking Owl Distillery on Instagram. Um, it's Adult Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You should check it out. Oh, I love that. We're nice to the environment, and we make booze. <laughs>
0: I know somebody else who has a distillery in orange. Is there something about, do I know it's a brother of Dave Christensen? Wait, huh.
2: that's me. Brian Christensen is my uh, Dave Christensen. Yeah. There we go. I'm, I How was about like, that? no, that's mine. They're mine. No, it's a different one. <laughs> You're like, no, this is my Dave. Christensen. No, that's my oh, crazy. so nice to
0: know. Yeah,
2: that's, that's We love
0: Dave. Brian,
2: yes. Brian, Robin, and me. That's okay. that's, that's, that's that's who owns so the funny. Distillery.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. So not so many distilleries as. <laughs> yeah. So there so are. So there's about. like
2: beer Why ones or whatever, one? but I was like, I. I did. I want you to know, I did feel like if there is hair on the small of my back, I felt it all go up like an angry tiger sister. Like, what? You know another one? And then it calmed down when you said his name. I was uh, like, okay, we're fine. Wow. Yeah. I did. I actually did um Dave's podcast about a uh, oh. movie that means something yes. to you. Yes. What movie did you do? Undercover Brother. Great. What
1: other movie Great. do you do? I did uh, Parent Trap for that one. Well, that's oh, a good one. It was the original.
0: The original. The, yeah, orig- sure, sure. the original. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, some. Uh, I sometimes sit over there and read and start my day over there. And Dave, I will sometimes. see, <laughs> We had this little going bit for a while. He'd walk his dog, Dot.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, he and Beth Appel's dog, and I would. We would m- meet eyes, and then I would give him the bird. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: I love it so much.
0: And then he would walk oh, away. That needs dog. to be
2: put into a script. Right
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirsten. Yes. What particular album is very, very important to you?
2: Guys, I was reading a copy of Smash Hits magazine when I was, gosh, in I think junior high, and uh, they had the favorites of different people, and Simon Le bon had put his favorite singer was someone named Day, and his favorite album of the year was something called Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. Mm-hmm. And I saw the cover, and um, those moments where you realize, oh, I'm bisexual, is when <laughs> you look at the picture of Simon <laughs> LeBon and you go, oh yeah, and then you look at the picture of Kate Bush, and you go, who is that? <laughs> and then you listen to her, and then everything changes, and mm-hmm. um, it, and, and it's more than that. I'm, I'm reducing her <clears throat> to a face, and I, I think that sometimes the bone structure and your muscles of your face Form because of your mm. passion and sounds you mm. make from inside your body, and she is definitely that kind of a person. Oh, I
0: like you, that. I think you've created a um, superhuman of Simon LaBuche.
2: Oh, have I?
0: Yes, yeah, so com- I've combined Simon Simon Le Le Bush. Bush.
2: You, Wait, it took me a second. I was like, Simon LeBouche!
0: <laughs> Simon LeBouche. <laughs> Simon LeBon, Le bon, Le bon. lead singer of Duran Duran. Oh, okay. and Kate, Kate, Kate Bush. Bush. Got it, got it, got yeah. it, got
2: it this is the song that everybody knows. I can't remember the hip-hop song that they sampled this in, but I enjoy that very much too. Oh, I didn't know
0: that. Is there a... Uh, I'm dumb on hip-hop, but what is the... Do you, I can't... Right can't now remember. it's like completely
1: What's yeah. the name of another podcast we have. Dumb on hip-hop. Dumb on
0: hip-hop. <laughs> Teach me. Change me.
2: Um, <laughs> this is a song probably everybody knows. Yeah. yeah.
0: Running up that hill.
2: Her voice is just perfect I'm primarily an actor and then I'm I'm playwright second but she is the reason why I decide I mean this is back when I didn't talk all through eighth grade and this is probably like seventh sixth seventh grade Mm -hmm. I think I can't I lived in Porterville, so music comes really late. Um, So it took me a second, and I had to go to my grandmother's house and get to Canterbury Records to be able to get, you know, and Mm. and raise the money to be able to buy the the tape. I had the tape of this. And and it had side one and side two, and one was called... one side was called one thing and the theatricality of her yeah this is how I learned how to act I never had money to take an acting class so besides you know going to school and like community college and then college like those but I didn't take like formal acting classes but I've listened to this album so many times and just the way she talks and Mm -hmm. does things I just I love it so much
1: I don't have a ton of experience with Kate Bush. This was like a big um, moment for me, like listening to this. And it's, she gives herself completely in this album.
2: And I was actually in Edinburgh just in August um, for the Fringe Festival with some plays that I've
3: written.
2: I saw a lot of amazing shows. The one that was something else, it was a free show, was called A Night Without Kate Bush. (laughs) And it was a Kate Bush impersonator. (laughs) And the love from the people that came who uh-huh. knew her, and also people, I had four friends came with me, didn't know her, and were at the end like, <gasps> like, she, she is a consummate artist. She yeah. she was a, a, She's a dancer, she studied improv. Her, the way she just sings, and it's so dramatic. yes, it's mm-hmm. so, unforg- you know, like, up, unapologetically dramatic.
0: So this came to you strictly from Simon Le Bon's you strictly had not from heard Well, I saw
2: his. It was a it was a best of. It was like near at the end of the year Yeah. Like, these were my Summation. favorite albums of yeah. the year and I saw his and a bunch of other people had said it on there. And I've always been ravenous about music and I got to tell you I almost didn't give you this album because it means so much to me. It's too close. I am very possessive of my music mm-hmm. very possessive like i'm no. gonna give it to you and then it's gonna go do something because i've used this as one of my guideposts, my most of my life yeah so um mm. music has been i'm a very aural person and i'm dyslexic so it's easier for me to understand things through my ears mm-hmm. than it is through my uh, through my you know, writing things down. So this taught me how to write. This taught me how to, it's like, it means so much to me. So I saw it on that. And I saw these other people, and I was like, "What is that?" And, but I mean, I got—I would be lying to you if I didn't say I saw a picture of her, and that, yeah. that
0: was it. "Get yeah.
2: that in my hands!" And yep. then um, that's how I knew I was a dog lover. Yeah,
0: <laughs> saw one picture of a puppy.
1: <laughs> saw her with yeah. her two dogs. Yeah. Yeah. in the Get that. Cover. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so there's, um, there was just, and then to listen to it, and it's so epic. And she was so—I was so bullied and so weird looking growing up. I kind of look like It's Pat from Saturday Night Live, but a little worse. Um, I don't believe that. Oh, I'll show you a picture. Okay. It's true. Um, uh, I didn't know this sort of ability to be like feminine and dramatic and beautiful. There was a lot I projected on her and I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that and since I couldn't be that and it was so far away from me. This was like, oh, you can, there's more, like, you only see women, like, that look like that, just sort of, like, standing and posing. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, weird and strange. Yes. Also, Peter Gabriel's backup singer for many songs. Also, yes. she invented the mic, the Madonna mic. Yeah. She did? She fucking invented that. Yeah. Because like she did book. so much movement on stage. Yeah. Now, the next song is, this is the greatest. This is where you put the best, most dramatic song of the album in the second song and it starts this is hounds of love i think i'm right yeah and uh, it's got that little yeah. sound bite it's in the trees it's coming and it starts and she barks in it which is both funny and dramatic yeah yeah well she seems like it feels like she she strikes me more as an artist than
1: almost a musician or whatever. Like she's like a conceptual artist. Like yeah. you would go to a gallery and she'd be alone in the space doing something and I'd be like, Yeah, that seems yeah. like what and, a
2: and this this album has like a whole overarched story. You'll hear themes and I don't I think it again, I think it was David Bowie. I should do my own podcast. Like, I think it was David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Who said he didn't want to um, print out? I could talk about this all day, so I'm sorry if I'm no, talking. No, this is the point. Um, like we love this. Uh, but he said he didn't like to write down what his lyrics were because he wanted people to decide themselves. Yeah. Now, her lyrics were were in her in her thing, but there's something about like she's, she's going to say throw. That's the way she yeah. says throw. And there's these giant drums that are happening. Mm-hmm. And um, and listen to the way she says fox and fox, dogs. And, and he, he, she let the fox take in my hand. His little heart, it beats so fast. And I'm ashamed of running away.
3: Mm-hmm. real. I just can't deal with this. I'm still afraid to be there.
2: I made up stories, I come from a very, and it's interesting, we're actually doing this on the anniversary of my father's transition to non-physical, 10 years ago, and we had a complicated relationship in that, like, I wouldn't say it to my mom and my sister, although, because I'm the one who's most comfortable saying this out loud, but like, the more years that go by, the better I feel. It's farther away, and my relationship to him becomes better this, her relationship to her family her father in this is is what I projected on oh this is how someone behaves who has that. So I'm going to give myself that through this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this sort of ability she has to sort of freely express herself yeah. and this is at a time where I, I mean I took drama because I was too afraid to, my mom made me because I stopped talking. So this is back where you I just didn't understand that this was even possible and I would sit in my house when no one was around and just dance wildly to this to this stuff and object myself to like be her so she actually helped me I made up a whole myth around this and you'll hear like repeats of things of sounds and things like those drums will come up again um, and then this next song is called the big sky mm-hmm. and cool. there's a great part in it it's again it's very theatrical um and this album in part-
1: particular is very theatrical for her yeah. right i, a- I mean and no it's all, the of whole, all of her albums are pretty are?
2: theatrical but this i mean god the dreaming is really theatrical lionheart is theatrical
1: um because isn't it designed in like two parts like the second part is like a, it is more of a concept this
2: is like they're both this is more like i think the up part, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yes. And then this weird twist happens that's super awesome. Sky, you
3: me, really that crowd, she's
2: gonna say Ireland right here.
3: Crowd, like I,
2: I love the way she says <laughs> Ireland. Um <laughs> Because there's something also about it that's deeply dark. It's, like, foreboding and ominous, but she's yeah. so joyful. And you can feel the heritage in her. You know, mm-hmm. she comes from, like, she's basically... I think she has fairy blood in her. I mean, yeah. She's
1: from the most British-sounding place I've ever heard, and I can't even remember what it's called, like... Poland. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could... It's just... It yeah. just my, my, sounded so British. <laughs> yeah, and
2: and uh, her whole family of musicians. And uh, there's going to be a part coming up where she'll say that, because the song is about the big sky, it's simply about her, I think, looking up at the sky and looking at clouds. And it's just so theatrical and strange and Brechtian. She'll say, and now we pause for the jet, and you hear <laughs> a gigantic jet fly over. And it's going to happen right after she gets done with this. That's the coolest (laughs) thing in the world. I'm sorry, right? That's so funny. next one, I'm pretty sure we're going into cloud busting.
0: Is it Mother Stands for Comfort? Oh no, for-
2: Mother Stands for Comfort, which is my least favorite song of the whole thing. Okay, Probably because it's uh, this mother that she has is very she stands for comfort and my mother stands for um, my mother stands for uh, she- intellect and mm. love but my mother does not stand for my mom. If my mom heard this; she'd be very sad. Um, uh-huh. she, my mom stands for comfort now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't understand this concept. So, and I think for me, my uh, it's just like a sweet song about like. Um, and again, I think I I remember listening to this and being like, oh, that's what that's like, like someone doesn't like understands you and like having parents that like. Um, it was just this came at a very. Uh, a very hard time in my life where I didn't have friends, I didn't have a way out, so I would get, um, I I didn't have a place that was safe Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until like 7th grade I had a therapist, a school counselor that said I could go to, go, I would go into her office for about 40 minutes after school and it was a little respite from this sort of chaos that I could not control or make sense of. And um, this, there's something about all of this drama in this that like Mm -hmm. I really, really, really attached to. Um, And uh, yeah, it just, I feel like I'm talking. No, No, that's okay.
0: So, um, cloud busting, what? what?
2: This is the greatest music video in the world. I'm not being hyperbolic. (laughs) Why, why Kirsten, what do you, oh. (laughs) Donald, Donald Sutherland is oh, in yes, it. Oh yes, Donald ah, Sutherland is in it, yeah. Playing her dad. <laughs> and they're going up this beautiful bucolic hill with some sort of contraption. Kate Bush has cut all of her hair off and she's wearing like overalls and they're acting their heart out and he gets <laughs> taken by the government and there's all kinds of effects. It's those kind of effects that you look at now and you're like, these are terrible yeah. back then. And these violins.
3: Yeah,
2: Art its just an amazing song. The chorus is amazing.
0: Her, her, uh, her voice is—it's—it's it's hard to define because it's so part of her, and it's so rich. But it sounds like she's whispering and yelling or full voice at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really high up in the mix. It's—it's it's, there's. I don't know, it's just rich. I I can't. There's
1: no, it is, there's no one else like her because I hear other performers in her. Like, I hear a lot of Tori Amos. I hear a lot of, like, there's a lot of other people in her, but I don't, I I can't define her. People can't do
2: this. And I think, Tori Amos, I think, funnily enough, I don't think heard her a lot. Really? Until later on, until she got compared to this. But, yeah. yeah, she was her own thing, and I mean, you know, she's mo. The, her her big break song was "Wuthering Heights," yeah. yeah, which is just way up in the stratosphere. That yeah. that song. Um, yeah.
0: I always knew of her because of who she was associated with—a uh, bunch of dudes, but uh, Peter Gabriel, yes. David Gilmore, actually yes. from Pink Floyd, who. Um, sort of discover or made sure that her first demo was professionally paid for that whole demo. Um, But they, she was never huge here and she never toured. That might be one of the reasons why. Um, But I, like I was obsessed. I've always been obsessed with music and also a lot of it coming from England and buying every rock music magazine I could. And Kate Bush was always, there like she was always in every award show mm-hmm. being presented with an award and i was always like why have i never really heard her yeah wow, well, why it, w- didn't she break out here yeah. it
2: is so crazy. i think she's just theatrical and rad and some people are just too rad to break out into yeah. Yeah. regular world you know yeah i mean she did with um sensual world she did um which does have a bunch of uh sensual uh, world has some um James Joyce themes in it and stuff, but most famously, This Woman's Work, mm-hmm. that song, which everybody knows. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and uh, so she's had like, in in every album, she had a song that's kind of like, like people, like that she has this other album called The Red Shoes and there's a song called Moments of Pleasure that it, I would highly recommend to just everybody just going and finding that song, giving it a listen. Um, mm. But yeah, she, she there's just, she's special. Yeah. 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 This was privately mine. I didn't even share it with my sister. And I would try. My my sister is three and a half years older than me, and I would. Um, and and she was, sort of more socially accepted than I was. She was she was, little and, blonde and popular and um, we should often we could we could exist without anyone thinking we were related. Um, and, uh, she had a boyfriend who loved Rush, and uh, so I would. Um, I would sometimes share things like, oh, like here's this Depeche Mode album or something. Mm-hmm. But this was... Um, Yours. And because also, you sometimes let people in a little. You go, okay, I'll give you a song of this or I'll play it in my bedroom. And you better fucking walk in and say, this is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I have nothing to say. To you. Like, yeah. I'm not sharing anymore. Door
0: is shut. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Now we're entering Weird Land. I can't remember what the next song is.
0: This is... I guess the end of cloud busting. I guess. Yes, this on. is the end of Cloudbusting. And Dream remember. of Sheep. Is Sheep the, Dream
2: of Sheep is a quiet song now. I believe right after Dream of Sheep is... Um, under wake, Ice. Under Ice, okay. Yeah. So this is when... you. I mean, anybody can do whatever they want, but if you're talking about what Kirsten does with this, mm. this song is this very quiet, beautiful... Um, like, it's it's peaceful. It's about, like, falling asleep, and she's... If find me and it's like it's just a beautiful she's just sleeping and mm-hmm. it's all happiness right Take me far Let me be it's just a beautiful song mm-hmm. so what I like and this was the first for me of having an album where you're like oh this song connected to this song yeah this song this is a song I this is an album I think there's so, there are albums where you can just put it on shuffle or like skip you know, right. this is. You hear these noises the in the middle of this, and mm-hmm. you'll also hear some mumblings. Yeah, it'll happen right here. And then she'll do some mumblings later. But then this next after this, there's this under the ice song, and it's completely. It starts getting really haunting and freaky, and yeah. it's about someone, like actually
1: going under trapped under ice
2: and but it's it's a it's a callback to this so in my mind the story i tell myself about this is that this is and i guess again this might be tmi but this is my version of it (laughs) i disassociated a lot um at this age um and i did a lot of um, counting of doorknobs Mm. and uh, uh, a lot of doing things to try to get certain things to not happen in my head because i was like if i don't manage this i'm going to lose my mind sure and i this was one of the, this album there is this definitely there's a part in this where you're like oh she's playing i think with this idea of maybe reincarnation or something cuz you've got Kate Bush now she's having this dream then you have this this song that's about to happen cuz again this one's just right so sweet yeah mm-hmm. and then yeah. this next one that's going to happen is creepy do you think it's like
1: Dream into Nightmare where you're like, oh, everything's
2: good and then well, all of a sudden, I think... Yeah. I think this this is the... Now she's under this... The, uh, the whole song is about how she's underneath this ice and then um, there's a part where they are trying to get her but sh- they don't see her so she talks about it and she, she'll start yelling, you know, it's me, it's me, I'm under this ice. Now the next song after this one is called Waking the Witch and mm-hmm. it's a really weird song and I tell it's a thing like it's a running theme now in all the plays I write I write uh I write a lot of stuff about time happening at the same time mm-hmm. and that all of us being pieces of different like pieces of energy being in different things I think I totally stole that from her mm. and no one would say I I didn't mean to steal it from her and I don't. I don't write Kate right. Bush lyrics in my plays but this idea of Something creepy is happening here in real time to this person. Yeah. But it's from something creepy that happened back over there. Because Waking the Witch is about, I think it's about a witch. Or this, I would act it out when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like I would start with this. I would start with the other one. Yeah. Do like the end of that one where you're just sort of like sleeping, everything's fine, and you know it's about. Th- and I would just do this alone, in my living room. Of course. No one, you know. Sure. And uh, and then you're under the ice. And then the next one starts. And I don't know how much of I don't know how much we're supposed to. It doesn't matter. So this one's got this really sweet dad, and it starts, and everybody's waking her up. They're trying to wake her up, and I think this is where she's really getting woken up. Yeah. So the other ones, she's not really awake, right? She's. I think that the real her in my mind mm-hmm. is that this witch, or this mm. woman who's been. And I'm also fascinated by witches. By witches, I mean female energy, whether that is a man or a woman, female energy. Who is using symbol and desire to create something they want. Mm. So, so she you hear these are actually family members that are like, this angry get up, but all the other ones are really sweet. So you are these different get ups. And then when they really wake her up, they're really waking her up in like the prison cell, I think. Mm. You'll hear the sweetest one right here. It'll come up. And that is a call forward to a song. When you hear that look look over there, and she says, where, where? And then I think that this is the court that she's about to go to, this little mumbling. And then this is the sweetest one. And then. And then she wakes and then up then, and it yeah. goes crazy. And I think that this is when she actually wakes up. And now she's in the court, right? With the with the men, and she's the witch. And then when they burn her, in my mind, because you'll even hear it in the thing, you'll hear the helicopters yeah. and everything. I think that it's the person's life ahead, um, oh. that she's like now like under the ice. Like
1: different timelines. Yeah, like different that, yeah. timelines mm-hmm. or something.
2: And th- I just so attached to this. Did you? All of this stuff that you're
1: saying right now is this stuff as an adult? You're like, this is what I think it meant. No, I thought or, this when is, I was a kid. when you were a kid. Oh, I'll telling were, you exactly what yeah. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in, that's like so deep for a kid <laughs> to like take this I a very much, dramatic.
2: There's a lot of drama going on. Yeah, I maybe mean, internal drama and like little, you know, when you're in in junior high and uh, high school and you don't have a lot of control over things, yeah. and even in elementary school, uh, those little things that happen and you, you can't. You don't talk, you don't know what to do. So I did a lot of problem solving. Mm. She's so sexy right here. Baby. Oh.
3: Oh, baby, baby.
1: Oh. So interesting. You know, it's so you saying that made me go like, you know, I, I don't have a lot of music associated with seventh and eighth grade with junior high for me because I junior high was so traumatic for me and terrible. And I have nothing well not a lot connected to it that I can think of maybe Indigo Girls but like nothing specific and then in high school is when I started getting back into music or more into music again because I don't know if I I wish I had I think it was more I don't know what it was for me but it's so interesting that even as a as a kid you were able to feel this so deeply because I couldn't tell if this was like you were doing those things and then as an adult have looked back and gone this is, no, what, no, I no. This is like, what I was thinking but
2: like that's fascinating At this time. so I'm trying to because she I was your therapist talk. she was your everything oh yeah. yeah I didn't talk from very rarely like all of eighth some of seventh and then ninth so if this is 85 and I was born in 72 13 yeah that's right right
0: yeah 13.
2: that's eighth Yeah, that's right when we moved. That's right when I moved from Porterville to here. You can hear like the... There's the helicopter. Mm -hmm. And then he says, "Get, get out of the waves. Get out of the water. Wow. It's so cool. The
0: water that she was stuck under the ice. Yes, that's what I think.
2: Yeah. She or do could it be? Because they threw witches in.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't. To
2: to me, but then there's a helicopter. Yeah, maybe. You're right. And then this is this sort of quiet. I can't. What is the name of the song?
0: This is watching you without.
2: Yeah, I mean. Me. It's sort of a quiet little song this is this goes in there's probably two songs that mother stands for comfort And this one i'm like "Eh." yeah it plays if when i go through it yeah whatever kind of a thing
1: you using this in when you're writing plays and stuff like that i I think that's what it's for right i mean the music is there for us to heal or bring joy or whatever inspire in whatever way and it's not stealing it's inspiration and no it, yeah. I
2: mean the key is right that, I mean so many people have written this in so many better ways than I'm about to say it but I think the key is to. T- oh actually, this is the, this song like every time I'm like eh, and I start listening I'm like no I like this I like song. Yeah. Um, but I I think that um, the key is you take something right and you take the way it makes you feel and then you make your thing of that mm-hmm. and as long as the key that the, the trick is To make it unrecognizable. So that no one would look at that and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, that's that. Yeah. Unless you explained it to them. Because what it is, you, the inside of your body, is literally like the filtration system. Yeah. Right? So there is nobody that's been you, that's lived your life, that has your experiences. You are just singularly you in this point in time. So that's why I always think like that's what this is for it. And for me. Or whatever you feel you gotta do something with whether that's you know some people are gonna write a song some people are gonna make some soup
1: you know <laughs> whatever sure
3: right
1: imagine imagine this though what if somebody listens to this episode and finds this album because of you and then is able to figure out their own version of what this album means to them maybe
2: although as you say it i get a little possessive and angry Hmm. i'm like i hope that this is the buried lost podcast (laughs) no one hears and if they do
0: the the end of kate bush's career right here on this i
2: get all the attention for it like i get i get all the and you know what's cool about this song is she breaks up her she does that let me talk let me talk let me talk thing that she did in the song before Mm -hmm. so it's it's just and these little weird voices that someone who's a better kate bush fan would be like oh that's not weird voices kirsten that's a very specific chorus of things she does in other albums that's a very Hmm. that's a very kate bush kind of kind of thing she's just the raddest yeah she is rad I think everything you're
1: saying right now and Joel I I think you'd agree with me on this is like this is why we do this podcast because I listened to this album a couple times uh my kid in the car driving back from visiting my grandmother at a home in Calabasas. Like, this is not... I You know, this was in a very different state, obviously, than when you listen to it or anybody else is listening to it. Um, but then getting to sit and talk with you about this album and hear it in this very specific way through your ears is like... I will never listen to the album the same way <laughs> again and in a wonderful way in a perfect way where it's still going to have my own experiences attached which are very surface yeah. for what it is right now but to to be able to now listen to this album and get to the songs that I was like oh, this part is like oh, a little weird little whatever and now and like be able to like kind of filter it through you a little bit which is what you're saying is you don't want people to
2: do <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but, I, I'm that's I, know, just I know my weird possessive yeah, <laughs> yeah. but
1: it, but it's like that's the point of this is like I will never now there is it now it's part of you it's us? part of me this <laughs> this awesome. particular yeah. album now means something Yay! to me yeah. Yeah. and that yeah. is why i like this uh, whole thing brings me so much joy is because I, I i would could listen to this a thousand times at this stage in my life and it would never not that it's going to bring me your experience but i would never have like put as much thought into it yeah that's cool i'm so glad I'm you're so talking happy. about yeah. it I'm
2: so happy. now wait this yeah. is the greatest song. This is um this life. is the Jig of Life. And now we're in now in my mind. And I'm glad you said that. And now this is exactly yeah. the <laughs> so now I think she's interfacing with like the crone version of herself, okay? And this is all all of this music is is uh, Kate Bush's childhood. I think her father or her brother or something is actually playing mm-hmm. this stuff. And it's so like in, intense and then the way she says never is so crazy she'll do it in a second. Um, And then she starts doing this really, again, super theatrical thing where she starts saying, I put this moment here. I put this moment Ah. here. And then you'll hear, and I think it's her father or her brother. um, This is her. That guy who's talking, that's, I think, one of her relatives. And... This whole idea, again, this seems like a, like witchery and like there's something about it that's very like old and then you'll hear this guy go over here, over here, which is a callback. Again, he does that when he's waking up the witch in that song, He mm-hmm. is over here, over here. And I would just dance around wildly to this song <laughs> and I still do.
3: Um, you should listen to this.
2: Oh, I love it. Um, uh, and... I, I I think there's just when I, when I was just in Ireland, I mean Ireland Scotland, and uh, there's a lot of witchy stuff there, and I thought a lot about her. And this is just an amazing um, fiddle solo, mm-hmm. where then it gets bigger and grander, and and it's I mean just in
1: case you thought she was American, yeah. <laughs> and also just it's honest. like
2: this is a, this is an album from you know, indelibly the 80s, <laughs> but it's got this like back in a, in a time yeah. long past that no one can even put their finger on. Yeah. That's right. happening at the same time. And there's just something about that's so cool. And I also, again, for me, this continual bringing up of the healthy, fully formed masculine that's there in a, that's treating the feminine in this way. And again, I do mean feminine is like the, the, the feminine spirit we all have it and the masculine spirit we all have it but the ability to be cherishing to mm-hmm. it in this and the way he even talks to her in a second so this just goes crazy and then it just stops and it's so highly just theatrical and I I, mm-hmm. I love it so much. she also side note did the um, theme song to the movie The Golden Compass oh which no oh. one should see except go to the credits and listen to the song <laughs> um <laughs> Because I love that so much. Keep fast forward. She did, she did that. Um, But it's, it's just like it goes into this frenzy, and then, here
3: I put this moment.
2: Here, and then her dad starts talking, or it's her brother, and then he does this monologue. And it's like a spell to me. Like, there's just something about it that every time every time I listen, it's like something is being conjured. And what it's being conjured is like just the power of like Mother Earth. It's it's something good, but it's something powerful yeah. that you don't want to. Fuck with like you don't want to do it wrong, yeah. and you might get killed for it. You might get thrown in the water and whatever. We're going water, but we
1: are
2: the just gets bigger, and, and then those weird little, the weird little miniature chorus of strange frog fairies, uh-huh. and then just stops. And then you have this, uh, like someone talking in space, and then yeah. she starts. I think "Hello Earth" is next. Uh huh. Yeah. And Hello Earth, this is the other thing that, again, I totally stole from her, is this, she takes something so private, something, you know, you start this, you know, it's like about the sky and about whatever, it's so personal. And now this song is about, like, looking at the planet, and like, how big it is, and And that idea of like taking the micro, the micro is macro and the macro Mm -hmm. is micro, that idea that like inside your own body, and this is something, again, I absolutely thought this when I would listen to this as a kid, because um, I I didn't have any control over what was outside of me.
3: I get out of my car, step into the night, and look up at the sky.
2: looking at the satellite and it's going back and forth I think from the satellite to like in here and so like for me this oh and then you'll hear that um those droney men from the waking the witch yes.
0: oh yeah they're
2: they st- starting again right here mm-hmm. yeah. but that idea that like your inside terrain or your topography is a reflection Maybe there was this hope I had that maybe the inside topography of me was a reflection of the outside of me. And if I could alter the inside topography of me, that somehow the outside would start to shift. And this idea that she does in this in this whole album of like, what is you? What yeah. is energy? Where are you? Where where are you located? Yeah. And because I disassociated so much when I was growing up, I would just have to you know just to be like either space out or be like that's not happening or it's happening like this or I'm in the corner or, I'm over there or whatever that she made something sort of celebrating well the like to, for mm-hmm.
1: her to be like looking down at herself from above like in, in that way and to make it into a e- e- positive is not the right word but celebrating or even if that's how you interpreted it And if anybody else did, that's an amazing thing. Like the power of music is unreal when it when it comes to that kind of stuff because it does sound like she's drowning and trapped and then floating, floating. You know, like and then looking down at herself until she's back. Yeah, as, as a whole, like the way you're describing it is, it sounds like whatever experience experiences you had whatever she had. There is a similarity that can be found in people. Yeah. To
2: but, and what I liked was when I learned about her, I found an autobiography in like that mm. somewhere and I remember it was she had Ivy in her hair mm-hmm. and she had this sort of very happy, close, you know situation. And it's like, oh I relate to this and there's something kind of soothing and also far away, but like I yeah, I loved. I loved sure. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I. was. I don't know what it was. Some sort of Buddhist po- podcast or something. Or it was a woman was giving a talk about trauma and how she was describing rabbits have the ability, if they're in danger, to just shut down to freeze. To freeze. Maybe yeah. we listened to the same thing. No, um, no. I, there's
2: a there's a book called "Waking the Tiger" that's about sort of the same thing. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. rabbits
0: have the ability once they uh, danger is over to just be. Come back to being a rabbit, mm. and we don't necessarily have that ability. Yeah, well, and, I th- yeah. animals
2: also when they freeze, they shake. Yeah, and usually, as a human being, when something happens to you that any of us that the mind, whether you're just a sensitive person or perceive as traumatic, yeah. you oftentimes, especially when you're little, but even as an adult, you don't give yourself an appropriate time to like. Okay, you would freak out if all of a sudden you froze and then you started mm-hmm. trembling wildly. Yeah, you would shut all those things down. So the body doesn't know what to do. So it will, have, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: yeah. I wonder sometimes, for me, like music is sometimes the way to, I get back to being yeah. a, a rabbit. Yeah, you know? it lines you up, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, or at yeah. least you feel heard, you feel seen, respected by listening to someone who's gone through something similar or whatever. You just project what you want on an artist who's being, I was, I was thinking, trying to think of like, what is, what is it about her that you, you, a great artist where you, you can project whatever you want on yes. what they're doing? And is right. it their, just their clarity, their vision of, of, of doing a, a work that has nothing to do perhaps with what you're going through, but it's so rich, so clear right. that you're able to just also, make it your it's, own. Yeah.
1: Right place, right time. All of those yeah. things and together. It, yeah.
2: And I think it, so wait, interesting. we're missing a song.
0: This is still, oh yeah, there's one more. At the oh, okay. End. I was like, wait
2: a minute. Yeah. I know there's a. Uh, <laughs> I had a panic for a second. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that, and also there's a pride. I think that comes from like. I remember when I saw um, Rushmore. I love the movie Rushmore. Yeah. Right. And I remember the pride I had going. That's what the inside of my head looks like. Mm. And it's the same thing with music. When you sure. you go that's a match to me and or 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 a feeling you have i'm not saying it necessarily has to be some sort of beautiful you know what i mean whatever it could be like a really hard or angry or sexy or violent whatever but like that's a match Mm -hmm. and you have that like moment of resonance you feel like you connected to something yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: that's it's interesting when just you saying the private stuff or like how it's so private for you i keep thinking about that and of course it's you don't want to share this because it's almost your therapist in a way yeah. like and it's I keep thinking about that because I have that with we've talked about this before where I used to have that with my sister. We used to like bite over songs over like this was my song or this was her song and if I heard her listen to it it was like a betrayal in a weird way. And I still get that way occasionally, mainly with songs that are connected to my husband for me yeah. now like uh, and this is this is the best example of it, I think because it is the most like. The dumbest is uh, This Must Be the Place, um, mm-hmm. Talking Heads. He, I knew the song, but like it gave, it became, had meaning because of him to me, because it was such an important song to him. And then another friend uh, at one point was like, said, connected it to me, or she said it was like our song or something like that. And I was like, I, it like made me mad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because This Must Be the Place is like, Everyone had it before me. (laughs) Everyone had it before I had it or before it was in my life or before it mean anything. It means so much to so many people. But then the second I realized it was like, this isn't our song, this (laughs) is my song with Alex. And Alex doesn't even think it's it's my song with Alex. (laughs) This is Alex's song. He doesn't even, he like invited me into it, but I think that's his private thing that like I took on. And I don't think he like, was super on
2: board right, <laughs> with right, sharing that right. with me. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: My brother can have rat.
2: <laughs> oh, you're generous. <laughs> this is this is probably to me the happiest song on the album. Yeah. And it's Which really a nice this way beautiful to end. uplifting I, thing. Yeah. And it um there's a beautiful line in it. But she does this whole like, I kiss my mother, I kiss my father, I tell them I love them. But she says, she says, do you know what? I love you better now. And it's just so crazy. Because again, today is the anniversary of my dad transitioning to non-physical. And I, it's, it's, it really does, Mm -hmm.
3: um, it makes,
2: yeah, it really does speak Uh for me. And it really does. It really does. It's nice. It's so beautiful to listen to, to an album and like have it still mean so much to you, but also like oh my god like I know when I listened to this before and now I'm like in your cool apartment <laughs> and we're talking about it like and you asked me to be on this thing because <laughs> I have this job that people see and it's really beautiful like really seriously to be like oh my god like look everything's okay and the whole reason why I loved this album so much was because it was like I think I can. I think I think I can make everything. I think I can spell everything to be okay. Mm-hmm. If 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 people can make music like this, mm-hmm. like I think it can be okay. If if a, if a song, through, considering she's like, your mm-hmm. given situation, whatever it is you're in, can make you feel a certain way, like I think everything can be okay. Yeah. And I know, like, please, I don't want anyone. Like, everybody's got their own bag of rocks, as Elaine Stritch says, and like mm-hmm. people have come from much. Much less privileged, less good situations than I, and I'm way too sensitive and shit. But like, um, but like, I, I want everyone to trust without me using any proper nouns that it was, it was uh, particularly rocky. So I think at any point in our lives, if we can find a good thing mm-hmm. that we can hold on to, whether that be a book mm-hmm. or sound or whatever, and let you know that everything's everything, it's still things, everything's gonna, it's gonna be okay.
0: Well, I I would say we both feel privileged that you have shared this with us, for sure. Thank you. Very much so. Yeah.
1: There's something so beautiful. Artists may betray us over time. Like, they might put out, as the person, they might put an album out where we're like, are you doing like they might just (laughs) take turns but this album will never betray you this album will always be what you need it to be what it was for you what it continues to be for you listening to it now it's obvious it's like has a such a strong effect but it's it's that this album will always be that blanket to you that comfort and it's that's something that's so special about music And, and even movies change, that doesn't, it's not the same. And maybe not every album for that, but like, there, we all have our particular album. I don't mean to keep coming yeah. back, but we yeah. all have that where it's like, it will always take you back to that place, but also you'll be in your present, you'll be in your different timelines because how can you not be where you are right now listening yeah. to this, reflecting back? being in that moment, all those different things. And but I mean, it's your moment there. with
2: your husband and this must be the place is more powerful than everyone else's, so
1: I... I thank you! Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> it's true. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's such a, like, m- there's music, it, it, it's just, uh, all my thoughts I always feel like I end up being so trite by the end, but I'm like, mm. music, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right?
3: No, it's, it's amazing. It's
2: a collection of vibrations and yeah. tones set up in a way that Go inside your ear muscles and do something. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool.
0: Should we yeah. what did we learn today?
1: Yes, there's I mean uh, like I honestly could ask you like a million more questions about this album, but I feel like this,
2: <laughs> is, this I is, might have given all the information.
0: No,
1: this well, or I mean about you like all <laughs> but
0: is there one song that we sort of overlooked that you wanna go back? Oh
2: no, that? I think I felt I felt very complete about that. I feel like you guys got my Sometimes you know you. Sometimes I know I felt like you guys got authentic. Kirsten went into the music wormhole and told
1: you her deepest feels about this stuff. This is great. No, this is I think this is
0: perfect. No, I think I feel like I learned that there's other people like me that can build a whole city around yeah, an album, exactly. an artist's work, um, and how it can. Just be your everything, whatever you want. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious about what is what it is about an artist that allows, because I wouldn't be able to do that with um, inserts. I can't even. think I know. Of, I can't think of it. A bad one, an obvious one, but, uh, but some artists just come around. Some works just come around, and there's nothing you can do.
1: There's yeah. Nothing you can do. Wow. I really I, I, I love that everybody's got their bag of rocks yeah That's I mean a the whole thing stretch, like I guys. don't wanna, it's, it's yeah. such a good some <laughs> sum, summary of everything yeah <laughs> just i period.
0: I, I didn't know that the indigo girls um just keep that kept that warm feeling like even now like when they play together live it's there's you don't it's still the same joy, the love that comes from them, uh, that you can't read them going, well, playing this fucking song again. Yeah, no, it's- That's great.
1: There's I don't know any other band like them in in many ways, but they're also yeah. like recently, and maybe it's just cause I started following them on Instagram, but they started like, they'll start posting their set lists now oh, with yes. like Emily holding it and then Amy doing something silly in the background. And it's just like these tiny little things where I'm like, they're still having fun. yeah, yeah. And I will, uh, as long as they are having fun, I will continue <laughs> to have fun with them, because that is, like, there's nothing but joy that comes from yeah.
3: them. The written,
0: Did you happen oh. to learn anything?
2: Oh, gosh. It's I learned okay, a lot if, of things. Yeah. No, I learned You Have a Cool Apartment. <laughs> I learned um, that I need to listen to this podcast, because I think I, I would like. I would either like it or I'll get angry when mm. I hear people talking about albums I so like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I learned, I learned, it, I did a lot of talking, so I feel badly to say that. Well, like, did, no, no. did you think I learned oh, go about ahead. me yeah. a little yeah. bit in that, like, yeah. I I remember when you guys had asked, you go through this thing in your head, like, okay, I wanna, uh, what, what? And I was like, that one, that's the album. And I was like, really? Uh-huh. No, that one. And then, you know, I listen to it every once in a while, I listen to it in pieces, it's on different songs, yeah. it's on things. Yeah. But um, to go through it, I hadn't, planned this I hadn't whatever so it's Who it feels good right it feels good to know like oh yeah it's the it's the same thing like mm-hmm. it's, it's there it is like yeah. and, and there's something that's res- I don't know I've learned about I've learned about timing I was I've I've been I'm re-inspired by uh, the timing of things mm. yeah I like that
0: Kirsten Vangsness is an actress, writer, and director hailing from Pasadena, California, raised in... Porterville, California. You know her from Criminal Minds, where she played Penelope Garcia, and she's the co-lady boss of the Blinking Owl Distillery in Santa Ana, California, which has currently pivoted from using their facility to make, instead of booze, hand sanitizer for the time being. They have made it for the CHP, a bunch of hospitals, and they've been donating it to nonprofits all over. She wrote, directed, and performed in a short animated film called Curtains that was supposed to be in some festivals, but isn't now because of what's going on. She is also a series regular on the podcast Voyage to the Stars. She has two moments a day on Instagram, Pie Chart, and Night Story. Uh, tell everyone the social media info for The Blinking Owl as well as yourself, please.
2: Uh, that's Mine is Kirsten at Kirsten Vangsness on Instagram, at Vangsness at Twitter and then Blinking Owl is at Blinking Owl Distillery.
0: Kirsten, thank you so much for joining oh, thank us. Gosh, thank you so thank much. You. This was truly a delight. Thanks for listening to this particular album is very, very important to me. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at this particular album. Follow us on Twitter at particular album. The show is produced by me, Deborah Tarika, Ryan Middledorf, and everyone at Campfire Media. Artwork by James Mulholland. Music by me, Joel Spence. See you next time.
3: Campfire.